Too Many Comics, episode 185. Brooks, we are riding high off the interview of Kelly Thompson. Yeah, I'd say so, man. That was a goodie. Shall we cover some highlights? Okay, you start. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> well, I think we should definitely make note of Skype fucking up the last question of Rapid Fire. We indeed asked her, are there too many comics? And she said, maybe? Yeah, well. <laughs> you got to uh, appreciate the, the realness there. I think, uh, yeah, you know, when you when you do think about as a creator and as a consumer, I mean, there is just so much out there, and most of it is not very good. So, mm. you know, you, you would like to see a world where every comic is just uber great, and that's just not the case. Mm-mm, not at all. I will say uh, I appreciate appreciated her going deep on a lot. I mean, she went deep on you know the way comics are sold and you know everything that's sort of saturated in the market and her personal hatred for number ones and she went deep on diversity in comics um but i really appreciated her her talk more towards of you know she herself growing up reading comics how different it is nowadays to be able to she said you know i could walk into marvel throw a stone and i'm gonna hit a book that features a woman superhero as opposed to back in the day i would have to search far and wide to find them existing um so you know i think uh Nerd culture gets a, a lot of a not so much a, I guess not a lot of a bad rap anymore, but you see a lot of hatred online for for that type of stuff. Uh, but it has come a long way. It's all just uh, sort of like normal now. We also learn, uh, unfortunately, that uh, Jessica Jones' last run was not a success. Which yeah, I, god damn, so it was a downer. That really was. I mean, I went into it being like, this is a great reach. It's like, yeah, it failed big time. <laughs> I and I didn't realize great. that it was like done yeah well shit but that goes to show what she was talking about i mean i didn't see any because we've talked about not being able to see reviews for people aren't reviewing it on review sites and there were no news to say like hey it's not being picked up anymore because most people didn't care and that's very sad yeah i i I still don't get it i thought it was a great book yeah it's awesome anyway yeah and we uh said it was maybe better than bendis's so there well at least on par yeah in your face david peppos that's right. What? what did he, <laughs> he was the biggest Bendis fan ever. Uh, okay, let's okay. Let's let's not drag him into this. All right. So, uh, so look, man, I can't make it home for the big show. Avengers Endgame can't make it home. That's bullshit. Well, I had family in town this past weekend. We did it up hard. It was a whole sh- Michigas, and here we are. Well, where we are is two days from the biggest movie of all time. God, I know. How exciting is this? I mean, look, listen. It's it's not for lack of effort, okay? This is gonna this is gonna change lives. I realize you've already had a child, but this is much bigger than that. Yeah, very much so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but, because like the reviews on this are already being like on point. Was it like ninety seven percent Rotten Tomatoes, something like this? Yeah, and everyone has just said it's spectacular. Um, you know, but well, who, well but, worth the time invested. But who are these three percenters? Yeah, what the fuck? I mean, seriously. And, and what I want to expect to see exactly who's going to watch this movie for anything other than I have to see this movie. People that I know are, are they're, they're taking off work to go, like for breakfast on Friday. I like that. I took off work just to uh, prepare myself on Thursday. God, that's God, that's admirable, man. It really is. <laughs> it really, really is. But really, I saying, just took it off to say, hey, um, I'm not going to be around tonight for my fatherly duty, so I'll just take off work and be here during the day. So the th- that's okay. That's fair. Good spin. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're saying there's no in-credit scene. 
Now, because this has been screened already. Now, do you believe that that's actually true, or that that's like a ruse to see if you and I will still stick around after three and a half hours of well, this? Well, number one, I will stick around regardless, just to be certain. Okay, but I, uh, I totally believe I could see like a mid-credit scene. Sure, like how the first Avengers had them eating the shawarma. Yeah, I could see some sort of send-off. Um, but really, and, and I was reading some more stories at, of, you know, how, you know, they've made sure to say that actually Spider-Man Far From Home is the end of phase three. I saw that as well. And not this movie. And they've honestly have not officially talked about any movies beyond that yet. Um, so, I mean, I could see them being like, you know what? We've spent 21 movies getting to this point with these actors. There's no need to tease the next thing. Cause quite honestly, they don't fully know what the next thing is. Well, I hate that. <laughs> I need to know. Can they have like Wolverine's claws come out somewhere? Or like mutants that, exist? Like, great, we defeated us. Thanos, but now there are mutants to deal with. And we all know the Avengers and the X Men don't get along ever. That'd be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one way to do it. Well, but they're probably not. Because also, um, and this is not in the notes, uh, they've also so pathetically keep teasing out Dark Phoenix. Can I come up for that? Could you be into that? <laughs> I'll go see it with you. Uh, but just, how, I, just, I mean, how sad is it, though, that, like, it's nobody this cares. final X-Men th- Yeah, and it's just being swamped with all this. Yeah, anyway. Speaking of final, so Gotham wraps up this week. Have you watched any of this show ever? I watched the first probably handful of episodes of the first season. And then when I was home, uh, I guess over Christmas it must have been. Uh, my brother was binge-watching a great deal of, it must have been, what, they're on season six right now? Mm, six or seven uh it must have been season four or five we probably watched six or seven episodes in a row um yeah so i've seen probably what amounts to 10 episodes of the entire series but i have said on previous episodes of this show that i plan to watch the finale because i want to see uh how they do this joker thing and batman in the future i'm interested in that okay yes so they have released like trailers about this today they dropped one that's like two and a half minutes it's like theater style and i realize that trailers have the benefit of trimming the fat off of the the, the, the actual product right yes, so yes. Like, it, like 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 suicide squad's trailer was fantastic mm-hmm. movie was <laughs> not fantastic i gotta say man uh based upon the footage that we have seen and this is a, this is a one hour show this is not some extended thing but my thought was like God damn, uh, this trailer reflects a show that this uh, reflects what this show should have been all along. This looks great. We got our friend Francesca Root Dodson's back in the final Joker. Batman realized a much uh, more mature and frankly beautiful Catwoman has now emerged. Uh, that's been also that's that's all was also part of the the news is that the, the actress that's been playing her all along, who's probably nineteen. Uh, you know, elected to not appear in the last episode after ha- having appeared in all of them to let this character actually it's, it's, it's a tenure time jump. She's mm-hmm. like, let it do its thing. I'm excited. I really am. I am I'm, going. This comes out Thursday, though, right? Yes, it does. I oh, am uh, preoccupied. Well, I will not spoil it for you, <laughs> but but I will have it uh, saved via my YouTube TV DVR, and I will check it out. I'm very interested. Sounds good. So there you go. All right then. Moving on. This week, we uh, did not have a number one to review, uh, so we took it upon ourselves to read Infidel, number one from Image Comics. 
uh, dubbed by a recent publication as the number one image comic that you should be reading nowadays. Uh, this is from best-selling editor. No idea how to say this. Just try. Uh, porn sock. No idea. That's good. Yeah. Well, you uh, did that. Makes his comics writing debut alongside artist extraordinaire Aaron Campbell, award-winning colorist and editor Jose Villarana, letter blah 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 blah. Um, that's a bad summary. Why is that the only summary? Anyways, we read the summary last last uh, episode here. A haunted house story for the 21st century. Infidel follows an American Muslim woman and her multiracial neighbors who move into a building haunted by entities that feed off xenophobia. So I don't know what to expect going into this. And, and I thought, um, I guess I wrongly, I surprisingly wrongly thought that at least this, this first issue would play up more into the whole being afraid of Muslims and it being sort of like a stuck in current times. Well, there's um, some of that. There's some of that. Some of that. But I was expecting it to be a lot of that. And as being someone who has zero issue with, with Muslims or, you know, like, I've got no issues with anybody. It was like, I was not, I was like, ah, you know, I got enough of this just like watching the regular news. Um, don't need to read it in a book. So I was surprised that it wasn't like fully on that. And the, the twist that it took at the end of it turning into a horror book and kind of not quite knowing what happened there at the end. Um I'm intrigued as to, you know, how it all plays out. And given that it's only five issues, um, yeah, I think that I, I will keep reading just to see how this ends up. It, it was a quick, this first issue was a quick read. The art's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think there's a, I think there's a very good story here. Um, you know, I will keep reading. I don't know that I'd call it like the number one image book uh, right now through one issue. I don't think I'd call it the number one image book that you absolutely need to be reading, but I thought it was pretty good. So I bought the trade. Um, I didn't read the trade. But I did read issue one, and as I, to your point, had to be like, what is this about again? And I, I saw nothing but high, high praise about this book. The, the most scary comic ever written, uh, horror masterpiece, you know, this and that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, so we've got this woman who who is uh, American Muslim. I guess they're over – they're in London? Is that what it, they're, they're overseas. Yes, and and there is some friction with her culture and the peoples around her, and they've taken up residence in a place that was uh, 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 like a like a disaster of some kind. Yeah, was bombed. Yes. Okay. And then it's kind of over, and then we've got some very disturbing looking ghosts who need to cover up. Frankly, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. <laughs> And then it's kind of over. So it does leave the door open for, like, where are they going to advance this story? So um, it happened to be on special, which is why I bought it. But uh, so it's, it's it's five books forever. That's it? I believe so, yeah. It's Infidel number one of five. I haven't okay. seen anything to say, like, a second trade or any type deal. I think it's, a like, a self-contained story. Okay. Well, then I'm in possession of the entire collection. Well, <laughs> we'll see what, ha- we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, I think we both give it a thumbs up then. Okay. Cool. At least like at least, at least like thumbs 80 degrees. Trending in the right direction. Fine. Okay. Uh, for next week, we are super excited for this one. So when we – and I've been slowly moving the show off of our current platform onto a new just podcast-centered focus platform. And in doing so, um, I uncovered that it was episode three. I think it was the third recording we ever did. Uh, we reviewed Descender number one. This is back in 2015. <clears throat> so we went on a three-year journey uh, with that book. Bu- with that book being one of our our favorite titles um, that I think either of us have have read, and certainly in recent years. 
Um, next year, I mean, next, next year, this, this week, tomorrow <laughs> is the, year. is ne- the follow up for that of Descender, uh, which is Ascender number one out of Image Comics. This is powerhouse creative team, Jeff Lemire and Dustin Gwen launch an all new sequel series to Descender with the launch of Ascender. That's all you pretty much need to know. I'm stoked. So this whole thing is that we've moved out of this Tim 21 robot arc and now it's all about magic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, look, you and I never had any love lost. I'm sorry. That sounds, that's bad. We always loved Descender. And, you know, when it ended, it was like, oh, no, couldn't be happier. And so part of the reason that I can't be home is I'm going to meet these two on Saturday at 3 o'clock to get this stuff signed. So if you have stuff you want signed by them, you better get it up here. Yeah, I need to get it. Uh, I think it's in the. It's either in a closet or in a – fairly certain I know where it is. I have a variant number one of Descender. I don't think it – I don't – I got it on the cheap, so there's no way it's like a worthwhile thing or like, I don't know. Either way, it's a number one of some variety that I would love to have them both sign. That would be awesome, and I would appreciate it. Well, in, 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 in so doing, I mean, you get three things total, including the, the first copy, so I'm sacrificing for you. Ooh, I love it. Thank you. What did Tom King sign for you? I can't remember. Uh... That is a good question. I don't know that you sent it to me yet, did you? No, I, I was definitely home after that. Uh, what can I think? What the hell do you, what do we read about him? What is this? Uh, vision? Mr. Mystical Trade. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're welcome. That, that, that's how much you appreciated it. I really don't anyway, think you gave it to me yet. I came home after that. But I don't think you gave it to me. You may have forgotten well, it. No, I can. I have one sitting in my thing. I definitely brought it home to you. Mm. All right, mm-hmm. well, I'll scope that out. Either way, Ascender number one. Super excited. Yeah, well, you're not very appreciative of your, <laughs> of your friends being generous. Because I only see one of my bookshelf right now. Anyway, what else? Um, elsewhere this week, I got to Gideon Falls number 12, uh, which you did as well, which is also Jeff Lemire, artist Andrea Sorrentino, and Dave Stewart. Um, I think there was, a, there was a lull of like issues seven through nine of yeah. this book roundabouts where I was like, ah, like I'm still digging it. Love the art, uh, love the tone just like, let's make something happen. The end of that second arc, I think really kicked it into gear. I feel like we're still in a mode where we're learning new things, uh, story coming together. Um, I don't know that we've ever learned how long this is supposed to be. Um, I hope it's not like a super world building type thing because I'm, I'm loving the issues when the story is actually sort of in full tilt. And, you know, if it could be one of those Lemire books that, you know, the ones he's done in the past, like Sweet Tooth, that, you know, don't go on forever and are, you know, joys to read through and, and be done with, um, I'd be full, I'm be fully on board. So, I mean, I'm still subscribed, still loving it. And the art is fantastic. It is amazing. Uh, these two uh, partnered up for uh, Old Man Logan's first round, which I still really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And uh, this book is, is quicker as well. So we have a bit of a it, – it's, it's getting – I feel like we've made some serious, like some significant advancements with this latest book, right? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. now we're learning more about this barn and this this character that's the killer, and he's possessed and time jumpiness. I like it. I feel I feel a little more uh, like even though it's more confusing than ever. I thought it's pretty okay. All right. Well, I agree. But uh, you the, had I, but you had another infidel. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the only other thing I got to as uh, being a busy father at the moment and prepping myself for Endgame, um, I would just log on to Comicsology, searched infidel, instantly clicked buy now on the first number one issue that I saw, and what I bought was 
is Eisner Award nominated The Infidel Number One featuring Pigman out of Oink Comics. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is twin brothers Killian Duke and Salam. So Killian Duke and Salam Duka's Muslim background comes to the forefront of their lives on September 11, 2001, with each responding to the atrocity in diamet- diametrically op- opposite ways. Killian creates a superhero comic book called Pigman, and Salam fully ad- submits to Islam. The issue goes from ground zero on 9-11 to the mountains of the Hindu Kush as Pigman seeks vengeance. So it was, and I didn't read the summary whatsoever before I started reading it. I was like, you know what? I accidentally bought this. I'm not going <laughs> to check it out. I'm not going to, I'm not going to read the preview. think it sounds stupid and never touch it. I paid the $2, three bucks, whatever it was. Um, and just dove right in. And it was actually better than I expected. I mean, it was, it's Eisner nominated. So clearly it was, uh, critics loved it. Um, I hear, I think I heard Pigman, and I was like, what, what am I getting into? But the fact that Pigman is kind of just a character that a character within the book creates, um, it's more normalized that way. And it's sort of just telling a, a story between, you know, these two guys and the different routes they took after nine 11. Um, you know, it goes a, a little haywire towards the end, but, um, I don't know that I'll keep reading. I might like read some reviews to see what happened or whatever. But, uh, so yeah, that's how I stumbled into the infidel. Number one, not to be confused with infidel without the, the of image comics. What was it called? Because you have it here as the Infidel number one featuring Pigman. Is that just your own notes? No, that's what's on the cover of the book. Okay, well, saying that that's important. Mm-hmm. The Infidel Feature- number one featuring Pigman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing I read, and I, because I have uh, illegitimate children all over the place, is on KX number 16. And why okay, so this book is important to me in a number of ways. One, it's advancing the story while most of the X Men are erstwhile, as we know, not getting laid. But um, so this is so confusing. So you've you've learned that Psylocke years ago swapped bodies with an Asian assassin. She's now back in her original body. Okay, good. That that body that she was with is her name is Quanon. Resurfaced in this book and did some damage. And it was just it was weird watching a character that I have identified as being Psylocke's. Frankly, her 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 for thirty years is no longer that character anymore, but is dressing the same, doing the thing. And so that, that's the main takeaway. It was just strange. She, she murdered somebody that was somewhat prominent in the 90s, and then it's over. That's, that's the main point of this conversation. That Silex's body that she used to have is now back on the scene, but it's not her anymore. Does that make sense? Okay. She's on the cover. That's in a giveaway. <laughs> so, 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 so there you go. That's All right, main, sounds good. Matthew, Matthew Rosenberg doing the thing. Yeah, uh, listen, I love him. Big fan. <clears throat> Four kids walking to a bank. How good was that book? So good. I have the T-shirt. <laughs> it needs to be made into a, uh, I guess not a TV show, short film. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Or how about a miniseries? Yeah, that works. Okay. Anim- right. a- animated though. <sighs> yeah, also good. All right, Amazon's The Boys trailer asks, how dare, how do you spank a superhero? How dirty is this show going to be? Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be up there. I mean, that show was foul as hell. Yeah, premieres the, the, the book, I mean. Premieres on Amazon Prime July 26th. Uh, the Boys is the book by Garth Ennis, uh, known to me as the, the guy who wrote Preacher, obviously, and artist Derek Robertson. Uh, 2006 to 2012, there's 72 issues. Um, so, yeah, I, I think... Uh, I think we've joked over the over the last year or so that there's too many comic book TV shows. Um, 
I don't know that I will get to this one. I think it seems like something I will check out uh, the first first ep and then maybe binge it at, at some point. Um, and maybe that's because uh, I, I was not I never fully got into the book like some others did. Um, right. So I probably would rather just give the book a try first and then venture my way into this. Uh, and this isn't in the show notes, but now that we're talking about Amazon and superhero stuff, I did get the notification from my TV tracker that season two of Amazon's The Tick, which I actually really enjoyed the first season, uh, is out to be watched, which I think came out a couple weeks ago. Oh, so does that, does that mean that season one was two parts? Because I feel like we had... It, it must, yes. It must, okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, that's... But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. I really liked it. They filmed it by my old office. I, uh, I saw Stuntables doing their thing. You should have gotten in there. For what? What am I going to do? Uh, extra. Fine. Whatever. Uh, okay, so DC Universe unveils Swamp Thing first look teaser. Are we excited about this? I mean, we like this kind of stuff, but now we're getting to the point where there's too many comic book TV shows. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I still haven't watched the other DC Universe shows, and I really like Doom Patrol, so I need to get on that. Um, what I think is interesting about this is that simply because Swamp Thing has been around before. So yeah. I remember seeing the older stuff growing up. Um, you know, I saw a, a meme of some people comparing all the different variations of Swamp Thing with this one. Uh, I think it'd be cool to see. I mean, I'm not super into Swamp Thing, uh, other than reading um, Brian K. Vaughn's run on it, uh, which was, I think, Saga the Swamp Thing, it was called, maybe, off the top of my head. It was about his daughter, right, um, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, cool that they're doing this. This seems to be, though, something that the DC has right. I mean, I, I saw a lot of good reviews about Titans. I've seen a lot of good reviews about Doom Patrol. So, good on them if they're swinging and missing on the big screen, but knocking it out with their uh, own streaming stuff. By the way, I did see, uh, maybe you did too, uh, it was reported today that whereas Disney Plus's output uh, is going to be significantly uh, less in terms of, of quantity, the quality will be what they're focusing on. Uh, also, the price is a dollar cheaper. I'm okay with that. How do you feel about this? Uh, Disney Plus being not that being much? A, a, having less you know, things to watch, but they're going to be so much better in terms of what they are. Yes, I don't watch all the shit on Netflix. That is the, the exactly. Thing, Disney Plus has I want to see all the MCU stuff sold. Yes. You have the the rights you're going to have all 300 400 episodes of the Simpsons. Great. Sounds good. Um I've, I've got you, a kid that I'm raising now, so you mean to tell me you're going to have all the Pixar movies and stuff sold. Like you like you're going to have whatever else Disney owns. Like Disney owns great stuff. So yeah, just have the stuff that you own. That's perfectly fine. Well, how do you really feel about it? Um, I love it. And I hope that they do follow through on making a bundle that includes ESPN plus and, uh, some version of Hulu. Cause I will buy the bundle cause I pay for all, all those other two things now. Anyways, buy that bundle. Mm-hmm. But what you can, but what you can't buy is, uh, the gifted by, uh, Fox. No, the I haven't show. Even watched the first episode yet. Canceled. Well, listen, man, I have a bad habit and you kind of do too. Where a show like this, which again, the gifted Fox X Men kind of sort of, and I, I wonder if this is a victim of the whole merger. Um, I watched the entire first season. I liked it. Season two, nothing, and now it's gone. Hmm. Didn't watch it. Well, it averaged less than two million viewers per episode, and this was on Fox, so that's not good. Well, I mean, I was not among those viewers. So forty <laughs> percent decrease from its first season averages. That coupled with Disney's acquisition of Fox made the possibility for renewal something of a long shot. You know, but here's the thing. Listen, we're going to have some casualties here with this with the merger, but it's all for the greater good. I think so too. We just I talked mean, about well, Disney Plus. There's going to be uh, some sort of X Men show on Disney Plus ten years from now, and it's going to be great. 
10 years. I mean, if there's not going to be a movie for five years, TV shows we're looking for a long ways out. Jesus. Well, it's worth it. Right? Retirement's going to be so great. Listen, we've waited 10 years for the movie that we're about to see Thursday, so. Oh, my God. It only goes up from here. Yes, sir. Hey, roundabouts this time last year, I was in New York and we were watching uh, Infinity War. <sighs> that was a great trip. And that Deadpool party. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Josh, Josh look alike. <laughs> either way we've got a, a big week of comics i'm sure we'll give a review of uh this minor movie that's coming out this week next week so uh yeah we've got a book that we've been very much looking forward to for a long time and a movie that we've been waiting for for 10 years now uh so uh, exciting time to uh be listening to too many comics i see so so until next week hit us up at too many comics.com and be on the lookout for the new platform we will launch it at, at some point um what it, what it gives us is a true podcast platform to easily get the show onto the likes of Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, everything beyond just Apple and easily doing it with one click instead of me having to make it all happen. So, uh, yeah, you shouldn't notice any difference, but uh, it's going to be better, I promise. I look forward to knowing what that's like. <laughs> Till next time, TimnyComics.com. Hit us up. Happy